Hud one, hud two, it's time to go. We come through on fourth and inches, and we'll stop until we scope. Had the game ahead, locked and put it in a figure four. We ain't worried about a hater, baby, we just build and grow. The Joe and Joey show, football, b-ball fights, pick a topic like a Khabib on his run. Yeah, they tried, but couldn't stop us. Watch us, yeah, we rockin', hot as Puerto Rico, we the wave. Go on and place your bets, check the over-under, we the fade. Yeah. There's no debate, we the greatest, but we debating your favorites greater Raise the points of discussion, then we push it Feeling like Michael Jordan with the Bulls Feeling like I'm about to raise KG with the Timberwolves I'm getting pulled in all kinds of directions To the game, yeah, you know that that's the best one So just watch or just listen to the guys Tune in to the show, Joe and Joey on the ride We are live. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Joe and Joey Show. I'm your host, Joey. And I'm Joe. And we got a special episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking fantasy football, right? Yep. Let's get into Let's it. Let's go. Fantasy football season is here, right? It's upon us. Yes. And this year, we're going to be giving out all of our fantasy football picks because we want to win big money this year and we want you guys to win as well, right? Yeah. And follow us, too. Yeah, none of that um, fake shit that the media is going to give you. We're going to give you, like, the raw, unedited, like, best picks this year, right? Yes, we none are. None of that bullshit that ESPN is going to tell you, right? Nope. So let's get right into it. We're going to start off with a hot take right now. Running backs that we do not like going into the 2023 season. I'm going to start it off with Derrick Henry. Guys, do not draft Derrick Henry this year. They're going into 2023 with the worst graded offensive line. Derrick Henry is 29 years old. He's coming off four straight consecutive seasons of 300-plus carries, almost totaling 400 touches. The guy's body's going to break down eventually. I'd rather be a year early on the Derrick Henry um, getting off the bandwagon than keep riding the train and then... You know he's gonna fall off and the wheels fall off. And the wheels fall off and just suck. So I'd rather be a year early on that. Like I was saying, worst offensive line. His body is like insanely like destroyed after the first four years. I know he had a good year last year, but we don't even know the quarterback situation in Tennessee this year. Worst offensive line. And you know what? Whatever, right? I mean, are you gonna draft Derrick Henry this year? No, I'm passing on Derrick Henry. He might not even finish the season. They might shut him down. You know, they're not going to contend for a playoff spot. And and they know that, too, because there was trade rumors in the beginning of the offseason with Derrick Henry. So I wouldn't I'm, be surprised I'm on Derrick Henry this yeah, year. Yeah, at the deadline, they might just ship him off to, you know, whatever team. Because uh, realistically, if you look at that team, right, they have no wide receivers. Their quarterback situation is uncertain. They lost like two or three offensive linemen, lost their best offensive lineman, Taylor Luan. Their O-line sucked last year, too. I mean, people are just going to stack the box. And, I mean, they drafted Will Levis in the second round. What if they throw him out there? Then every team's going to stack the box. Oh, yeah. So I'm not a big um, believer in Derrick Henry this year. His ADP has dropped this year. I mean, last year, I mean, he's always like a top five pick in fantasy. PPR, non-PPR. This year, he's like 11 or 12. His average draft position, so I think people know the decline is going to happen, and I think that's going to happen this year. So I'm off the Derrick Henry bandwagon. Another guy that you guys do not draft this year is Alvin Kamara. Had his worst season last year, worst yards per carry last year. Plus, he's facing a suspension this year, guys. He could miss four to eight games this year. 
They signed Jamal Williams to a contract, the running back for the Lions that led the league in touchdowns. And they also drafted uh, the TCU running back. Um, TCU went to the national championship game against Georgia. And that running back had 14, 1,500 yards last year at TCU and almost 20 touchdowns. So do not draft Alvin Kamara this year. What's your take on Alvin Kamara? Yeah, I agree. I think Kamara's on his way out of New Orleans as well, kind of like Derrick Henry's situation. Um, I think uh, Jamal Williams, you, when you pay a guy like that, and he, like you said, he he led the league in touchdowns last year, he's going to be number one. That TCU running back Miller will be probably number two. And Kamara, I mean, if you want to take you know a guy like that, you can probably get him late this year, right? Maybe like round seven, eight. But who's to say he's even going to get his job when he comes back? He had a horrible year last year. Worst year of his career. Worst yards per carry of his career. I mean, who's to know? They drafted the rookie, signed Jamal Williams, paid him. Who's to say he's even going to get his job back? Yeah. I mean, just from his past you know, production in New Orleans, I mean, that was with Drew Brees. I'd, I would still throw him out there if I'm New Orleans, especially if they're going to win that division. But for fantasy purposes, no way. I'm not touching him. Yeah, not touching Alvin Kamara. So don't draft Derrick Henry. Don't draft Alvin Kamara. And do not draft Najee Harris, right? He's ranked. He finished RB14 last year. His average draft position this year is the RB14 as well. He Every year he has a low yards per carry every single year. Tyler Algier, the rookie last year for the Atlanta Falcons, had the same amount of rushing yards as Najee Harris last year. And his receiving numbers dipped dramatically last year from his rookie year where he had all those catches and touchdowns last year only 40 catches 200 receiving yards you know the Steelers offensive line is like middle of the pack I'm not touching Najee Harris Uh, what's your take on that yeah I'm the same way Um, I'm not really a believer in Kenny Pickett you know he's showing signs but I just don't think for fantasy purposes you want to have players that are on high-powered offenses and I don't think Pittsburgh is going to be anywhere near a high-powered offense. And they're in a brutal-ass division, too. Yeah, good so. defenses. So that's probably one of the toughest divisions in the league, if not the the hardest. So Yeah, so those are my three main high-profile guys that I'm not drafting this year. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris. Do you have any other running back you want to throw in the mix that you do not want to draft next year? Do not. Um, running backs that you hate going into next year. I wouldn't say hate. But I know you we, you are a little higher. I'd say maybe Cam Akers. Um, he requested a trade last year, and then they just mm-hmm. kind of convinced him to come back. Um, I know he is the only running back there now in L.A., but I just think he, he's had a lot of career injuries. You're, you're not on the sheet bandwagon. A lot of people are saying draft Cam Akers this year. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, he's had some crazy injuries, like a torn Achilles. Mm-hmm. Like this, I, I'm just I'm out on Cam Akers. At that spot, if you can grab them later, you know, in your draft, then take them. But I'm not taking them in the third. I mean, or the Rams. The Rams are going to suck next year, right? They Horrible. lost their basically most of their offensive line, right? They lost all their defense. Matt Stafford's old. Cooper Cup's old. I mean, Cam Akers. What the hell was that last year? Like he got thrown in the doghouse, and then he played the last three games and finished strong. There's no stability there. Um, I can see why people want to draft him, though. The talent is there. And they don't really have a backup. but And he did finish the season kind of strong, but the Rams aren't going to be any good. Right. So I I agree there. I I don't know. Um, One if, more. Yeah. T- Tony Pollard. So Tony Pollard, 
I know a lot of people are high on this guy coming up this season. A lot of people are very high on Tony Pollard. I don't even know if he's going to play this season. I mean, I mean, I don't know if we have it, what, what his injury was, but I'm pretty sure he like blew his knee out or blew his leg out in the playoffs last year. So I'm thinking that's at least nine months to come back. So you're not getting Tony Pollard for the whole regular season. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to stash him on your bench for maybe a playoff run, but I'm I'm p- passing on Tony Pollard this year. Yeah, I'm not really big on Tony Pollard um, either. But let's move on to running backs that we love. So I'm going to start off with B. John Robinson. Guys, we're pounding the table. Pounding the table. This guy next year, B. John Robinson, I guarantee it, he's going to be the number one pick in 2024 fantasy football drafts. Um, he's running behind the highest graded run blocking offensive line. The rookie Tyler Algier last year ran for a thousand yards with that O line. I mean, he was like a fifth, sixth round draft pick. What do you think Bijan Robinson is going to do with that? So, I really like Bijan Robinson. They have the second easiest strength of schedule as well, and they drafted Bijan Robinson with the eighth overall pick. They're going to run that man into the ground, running, throwing. Don't worry about Tyler Algier. Don't worry about Cordell Patterson. Bijan Robinson's a generational talent. He's going to get in there and make an impact right away. Running backs transition faster than any other position in the NFL. Bijan Robinson was a stud in college, ran for 100 yards on Alabama. I mean, this guy's going to smash this year. Yeah, this is one of those guys where you, you don't have to overthink. He just He's plug and play from day one, kind of like a Ricky Williams is who he reminds me of. Same college coming out of Texas. Um, you know, like we said, just throw him in there. Generational talent. Guys like this don't don't come around every day. You know, run through contact. And he's he's a really good route runner and receiver. They're already saying they're gonna line him up at, you know, in the slot at, at wide receiver. So that's to me, if if he's on the board at like five or six, I'll snatch him up right there. Yeah, and five or six is like perfect to draft him. And you know, I just want to reiterate, he's running behind the best offen- offensive line, run-blocking offensive line. They had the highest-graded lineman last year, uh, Chris Lindstrom, highest-graded offensive lineman last year. Bijan's going to smash this year. Atlanta Falcons have an easy schedule. Easy pick. I think the only guy I would draft over him, Christian McCaffrey. And honestly, I'd have to think about it with Austin Eckler and Bijan Robinson. I'd really have to think about that, but those are the three main guys at the top. Another guy that I love this year, Ramon Dre Stevenson. Why do I love him? No Damian Harris. Uh, let me see what else. He had 88 targets last year. Third most in the NFL for running back. So that's incredible. Damian Harris got all the goal line work. He's not there anymore. They have no backup. Ramondre Stevenson is going to get all the goal line work. He's going to get the passing work. Finished as RB7 last year. And right now in pre-drafts, they have him uh, rated as RB13. I think Ramondre Stevenson could finish in the top five this year. I love Ramondre Stevenson. Draft him in the second round. What do you think? I completely agree. It pains me to say because he's, you know, a New England Patriot. And that team sucks, too. They don't have anybody else on that team. Yeah, and and they have a good offensive line. They have a good run-blocking team. Um, Belichick is as conservative as they come. They're going to turn and hand Stevenson the ball 25 times a game. That's the only thing I'm afraid of. <laughs> he fumbles on week one. He's fucking doghouse the whole season. <laughs> no, nah, they can't. Then the, <laughs> then they'll be a a lottery team. They'll yeah. suck without him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think you can't pass on him. I'm I'm way higher on him than you know, like a Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, 
I'm sure he's he's a little underrated right now, but I think as the the season ramps up, like when it comes closer to draft time, you'll see Stevenson kind of slide up into like the top yeah. six or seven picks. I Def- would definitely. I mean, he has 69 catches last year, 88 targets. Yeah, he's a stud. That's incredible, right? Finished as the RB7 last year, and I think he's being a little bit underrated right now with that RB13 ranking. I don't really agree with that. I mean, I might take him over like guys like, Definitely, I would definitely take him over Mixon, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris. Absolutely. You know, for sure. I mean, he's a stud. Another guy that I love this year, Saquon Barkley, right? Finished in the top five and carries targets and overall touches last year, right? He's on another contract year, right? They're franchise tagging him. So it might come out that they sign him, but as of right now, he's franchise tag. I know he's not happy with that. The Giant, he's still 26 year old. He might not be old Saquon where he has that insane burst, but he still had like 1,600 yards total last year, right? 10 plus touchdowns. If Saquon Barkley stays healthy, you're getting a top five running back automatically. I love Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones is trash, so they're going to have to lean on Saquon Barkley in the run game heavy this year. So I love Saquon Barkley. He's like, his ADP is like 10 11 right now. I would take him with the 10th pick. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Saquon's one of those guys when you look at him, you just you're like, wow, this guy looks like a, a football player. I mean, he's built like a freaking truck. Um, fast, fast, strong. He's just one of those guys like Nick Chubb, like one of just the pure when you talk about like a pure running back, I think he's up there like one of the best in the NFL. He's like top two or three. Not yeah. fantasy wise, but just player like running back yep. he's one of those guys that has the potential to finish as the rb1 so great pick so another guy that i love this year late in drafts rashad penny right first four games of the year last year before he got hurt averaged 6.1 yards per carry that was tied for first in the nfl he's going to philadelphia behind the best offensive line and According to reports from Eagles training camp, he could be the starting running back on week one. So he's the bigger running back. He's bigger than DeAndre Swift. I know people are high on DeAndre Swift, but I would rather have Rashad Penny. He's a bigger running back. He's a better run between the tackles running back. He's going to get all the goal line work. He's going to get the Miles Sanders role from last year. When this guy's healthy, he's like really elite. So if everything goes right for Rashad Penny and you get this guy in the seventh, eighth, ninth round, you're going to win the league because he's behind the best offensive line in football. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I agree. The only thing, like you already pointed out, is the health thing. Um, same with DeAndre Swift. Yeah, he who, can't stay healthy either. Yeah. So Philly, like the running backs with Philly, you, you never really know. And then they still got like Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. So it's a four-headed monster in Philly right now. So I like those guys, but... Like you said, if you get them an opportunity to get them later, then take them. But I'm not taking them, you know, as my RB1 or RB2 or a flex. Yep. Another running back that I like, I have to see more reports coming out of camp for his health, is Brees Hall. Was a top five running back through the first six weeks of the NFL season last year before he got hurt. Finished second at the position in yards per carry when he was playing. Averaged 5.7 yards per carry last year, right before he got hurt. And he's plus 1,800 in Vegas to win the rushing title this year. I think those are good odds. I think the Jets, even though they got Aaron Rodgers, they're still going to lean on the run game. Um, 
Zach Wilson's not there anymore, so they can't stack the box. So it's going to give the running backs a little bit more freedom in New York. I really like Brees Hall. If he's healthy week one and he's not on a snap count, I really like Brees Hall this year. Yeah, and you said it like, you know, the, it's just a health thing. He blew his ACL out early last year. So, I mean, he could realistically. I mean, we saw Chris Godwin come back off of ACL last year in like eight months. So Brees Hall could be healthy week one. Um, I think he could be better this year, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, like you said, opening up the pass game, which is going to open up the running game for Brees Hall. They're not going to stack the box like Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. And even with that, he was still a good running back last year. Yeah, he still got his production. And then, you know, he would have won rookie of the year last year if he didn't get hurt. And then his teammate, uh, Garrett Wilson, won it. So I think he was off to such a hot start that um, if he didn't get hurt, I think he'd be like top five pick in fantasy football this year. I really do. He's he's that elite, can do everything. Big, run, fast. He can catch. I mean, the guy can do everything. He's a yeah. freak like that. So anybody else you love at the running back position this year? I, that, now that you said that, it, it just clicked in my head. Uh, Javante or Javante Williams. The only thing with him is the health. We don't know if he's going to be yeah. healthy. If he's so. healthy, this guy is like, I, I think there's a stat. He broke the most tackles ever in college, which is an insane stat. And like, you know, all the PFF, you know, we're PFF guys. His, his rankings are off the chain. So if you can get a healthy Javante Williams, you know, in a Sean Payton offense, you know, and, and maybe like a Camara role, you know, when Drew Brees was with with the Saints, that's you could potentially have a guy in a late round pick that's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, a top 10 running back. Yeah, I think Javante Williams, you know, in real life, he's a re- he's a really good running back. You're just gambling there with the health. You don't really know what's going to happen there. I think he's a little bit more behind than Brees Hall is um, timeline with health wise because he got hurt later in the year last year. So um, that's a risky pick that could pay off. So you never know if he's late in draft, snag him up, put him on the bench, stash him, stash him away. All right, let's move on to wide receivers that we love in 2023. I'm going to start with Mr. Jalen Waddle. He's plus 2000 to lead the league in receiving yards this year, according to Vegas. He finished number seven last year in total uh, points for a wide receiver. Um, PPR had 1,300 receiving yards. Uh, The only problem with Jalen Waddle last year, he led the league in drops. I think the regression is going to come there, so he's going to drop the ball less than he did last year. I'm sure he's working in the offseason really hard on that. One of the fastest, most explosive receivers. Another reason why I love him is because Tyree Kill may be suspended one or two games. And when Tua is on the field, Jalen Waddle is elite. So right now he's, you know, he's a top eight wide receiver right now, top seven, top eight in drafts. Um, you know, he finished over guys like Amari Cooper. He beat Jamar Chase last year, Metcalf, Mike Evans. So Jalen Waddle is an elite player, elite speed. Tua has a good rapport with him. Draft Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yep. Uh, receiver that I love is Mr. Calvin Ridley. And the reason is Trevor Lawrence is going into his third year. That is when quarterbacks break out in their third year. You know, the Jacksonville Jaguars receivers, um, they had a lot of drops last year. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. You bring in Calvin Ridley, elite route runner. Um, when he played with the Atlanta Falcons, 
He was a stud receiver, 11 to 1,300 yards. You pair him up with Trevor Lawrence this year in a horrible and a shitty division. They're playing the Colts twice, the Texans twice. I mean, that division sucks. So Trevor Lawrence is going to eat this year. Trevor Lawrence is a dark horse MVP candidate. I think Calvin Ridley is a great pick. Man, I 100% agree. Calvin Ridley is going to be healthy too. Sat out all last year. I think he's going to be pissed off because he got suspended for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't made much money yet, so he's going to, you know, this is his basically a contract year for him. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have a lot of production. Um, and then when you talk to guys like like all the Alabama receivers, they have him as like the best, one of the best Alabama receivers ever. And he kind of took the number one receiver job from Julio Jones in Atlanta. Uh, I know Julio was on his way out anyway, but this guy's like the real deal. Yeah, South Florida elite guy. route runner, man. Um, Calvin Ridley is going to be a stud this year. Jacksonville, look out for Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, potential MVP this year. Another receiver that I love, Devontae Smith, finished as the wide receiver nine right behind Jalen Waddle. He's rated number 14 overall receiver this year. He's a little bit underrated, right? He had more catches than A.J. Brown last year. Had 95 catches. A.J. Brown had like 87, 88 catches. Out-targeted A.J. Brown after week one every single week. Devontae Smith is going to be an elite receiver this year. His production increases every single year. Um, Look out for a big season from Devontae Smith. I agree. Heisman Trophy winner in college at wide receiver. We haven't seen that in forever. Um and and like Joey said, he he has the potential to to be better than AJ Brown this year. Yeah, he does. I mean, uh, Devontae Smith's a stud. So let's move on to another guy that I love, Christian Watson, or uh, Christian Watson. Yeah, from the Green Bay Packers, very boomer bust guy, but this guy has all the tools you need to be an elite wide receiver. Six four, two ten, runs a four three six. Um, if Jordan Love is half of what Aaron Rodgers was last year, this guy's going to be elite. Um, the talent is there. What do you think about Christian Watson? It's like you said, Jordan loves a question mark. So I'm not pounding the table for Christian Watson, but you know, real athletic can throw the jump ball to him. I like him in the red zone. Yeah. He has a very high percentage of contested catch rate too. So he can go up and get it with the best of them. Yeah. And he has blazing speed too. So he has, he has the potential to get you like 30, 40, maybe in a, a 50 fantasy point game, you know, on any given week. So I like the home run potential there yeah. on Watson. little inconsistent in his rookie year, but, I mean, if he gets it together in year two, I mean, this guy's going to be a beast. He's going to be one of those guys we look back and say, you know what, we knew it. This guy was going to be elite, or he's going to be somebody else that's like, why did we draft this guy? Like, I don't see, like, a middle with Christian Watson. I either see elite or bust, honestly. Yeah. So I would take the risk on him. I mean, the guy's got all the tools you need. So, draft Christian Watson. <coughs> all right, let's see. Any other receivers you like? I was thinking Calvin Ridley, but we already got him. So, we'll move on. All righty. Receivers that I dislike this year. Debo Samuel. I'm not a big fan of Debo Samuel this year. Finished as a wide receiver 37 last year. He's being ranked as wide receiver 17 going into the year this year. He was very inefficient um, compared to what he was in 2021 where he had that monster year rushing receiving. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's there right now. He does better, does a better job than Debo Samuel everywhere. They're going to feed Christian McCaffrey the rock every single time. 
Um, they don't know. We don't know who the quarterback is. And Debo Samuel had like the lowest A dot in the NFL last year. Average depth of throw. He had four yards. That's like a screen pass. Like every single time. I'm not a big fan of Debo Samuel. They got too many mouths to feed. I don't know who the quarterback is. And McCaffrey's there. I'm not a big fan of Debo Samuel. Yeah, I agree um, with everything you said. McCaffrey's going to be number <laughs> one there. Um, Debo, he's like, they line him up at running back. So maybe you can get some rushing touchdowns on the goal line. Um, but Trey Lance at quarterback. And then, you know, Shanahan's offense is dink and dunk. There's no mm-hmm. like home run potential there. He's not going to get you 30, 40 fantasy points unless, you know, he goes for two or three touchdowns on a screen, which is kind of unlikely. And they play in a weak conference, the NFC, where they're probably just going to be, you know, on cruise control most of the season. So I'm uh, off Debo Samuel. Yeah, too. Don't draft Debo Samuel. Another guy, guys, do not draft Odell Beckham. He's only played two full seasons, gets hurt every single year. He's going to be 30 years old. I mean, he's going to an offense that's a run-first offense. They drafted a rookie in the first round. They got Bateman. They got Andrews. I mean, he's ranked as wide receiver 44. I'm not touching Odell Beckham this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, if His you can prime s- is done. It's past. Yeah, he's well past his prime. You know, three or four knee surgeries. If you got to stash him on the bench, you know, if you if you're depleted by injuries, maybe pick him up. I I don't know, um, but yeah, I would take Bateman and Flowers over him. So he to me, he's the number three receiver on a running team. So, mm-hmm. yep, those are the receivers we love and that we hate going into the 2023 season. You know what time it is now? It's game show time. <laughs> Let's go, baby. So the way our game show works is. I'm going to ask Joe three questions. If he gets two out of the three questions right, then I have to take a shot. If he only gets one question right or no questions right, then he has to take a shot. So are you ready? Let's go. I'm ready. (coughs) Question number one. In 2022, the last NFL season, who was the defensive player of the year? Wow. Wow. Defensive player, can you give me a hint or no? I can't give you a hint, man. Oh, man. This is the easy one, too. You got to get this one right. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. It's not who I want to say because they had a bad year last year. Oh, it was... um No, because that was the year before. Um, Shit. Five. Oh, four. Uh, Joey Bosa. Three. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. That's what I mean. Is that what you meant to yeah, say? Yeah, the 49ers. Ah. The 49ers Bosa. You got to give me that one. All right. You know what? I'll give you that one. The only reason I thought Joey's because your name's Joey. <laughs> but I knew which one it was. The oh, 49ers no. Bosa. I don't know, man. I'll give you that one because the next year are kind of hard. Okay. Second question. What is the largest ocean in the world? Wow. Largest ocean in the world. Like square footage or like deep? The the largest ocean. Yeah, like miles. The the miles. largest okay. one. Yeah. Mm, wow. It's it's one of the two. <laughs> it's either you have a fifty fifty chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with fuck. I'm gonna go with the Atlantic Ocean. Pacific. It's the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
This is the tiebreaker question. Are you ready? Name the top five favorites in order to win the 2024 presidency. 2024 presidency. Yes. Okay. Who are the favorites in Vegas? Give me the top five in order. Wow. That's <laughs> in order is hard. In order. I'm going to go out and say number one is going to be. In Vegas. Like you're Vegas. Who do you think is going to win? Or who's got the highest odds to win? I'm going to say they're, they're <laughs> thinking. You know what? If you get the top five, but you don't get an order, then we'll both take a shot. But if you get an order, then I'll take a shot. All right, number one, I'm going to go with Biden. Okay. Is that right? That is correct. Number two is obviously going to be Donald Trump. That is correct. Number three, I'm thinking, man, I'm thinking it's tied at number three odds-wise. It's not tied. Okay. There's a number three guy. Number three, I'm going to say is... According to Vegas Insider. Um, <laughs> He's sweating over there I'm just thinking We got Biden We got Trump On the rematch DeSantis DeSantis is number three Number four is gonna be RFK RFK is number four You got one more <laughs> One more guy Or maybe a woman Is it a man? Give me, give nah, me a I gender can't, I can't tell you man I can't tell you Um, Number five is going to be I'm gonna give you five seconds Five I'm going to do four, three, two, one. Mike Pence? Final answer. No. Oh, it's, um, the, what's his name? Tim. No. Kamala Harris. <laughs> really? They have Kamala Harris number five, Michelle Obama six, Gavin Newsom seven. So you got it wrong, but. I mean, you're pretty close, so we're both going to take a shot on that one. At least we're doing Hennessy this time instead of that maker's mark. That was a pretty hard question, too. <laughs> I mean, the four, the first four was easy, but that last one, I that was a curveball. Kamala Harris. That's probably if, like, uh, Joe Biden falls down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what they're thinking there, because I don't think she has any chance to win the election, but that's my opinion. You never know, right, in this world we live in. But anyway, Cheers. <laughs> that Hennessy's strong. Ooh. Oh, man. Take it like a man. Take it like a man. Yeah, that'll put some hair on your chest for Ooh. sure. Burns the chest a little oh, bit. Yeah. <laughs> need a chaser with that one. Yeah, next time we need chasers. All right. Let's move on. Let's see what we got next. All right. Let's talk about tight ends. Give me a tight end that you love in 2023. Fantasy football. Tight besides uh, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. Give me a tight end you love. Oh, Travis Travis Kelsey. <laughs> All the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Njoku. Um Joku's a good pick. This guy's like a freak athlete. Um can, had his best year last year. Yeah. He's got a good quarterback next year, Deshaun Watson. He's going to be in a high-powered offense with a good offensive line. Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson. And Joku's a guy to me that can get, you know, maybe 70, 80 yards a game on like five catches and then maybe a touchdown. Then you're yep. in the 20, 30-point mm -hmm. range with Njoku. So I like Njoku as a sneaky little pick. 
Yeah, I love David and Joku. Um, he averaged career highs last year. Um, in 2023, he averaged uh 10.3 fantasy points per game. Um, he finished as tight end 11, but he missed three games. So if you would have projected out like the three games he would have played, he would have finished as tight end seven. And he is now going at tight end number 10. I think he can be the second leading receiver on this team. He has good rapport with Rashawn Wat- Deshaun Watson. He can be the second leading receiver right behind Amari Cooper. I love David Njoku. Had a good year last year. They paid him. I think he's a stud this year. Smash pick. If you don't get Kelsey or Mark Andrews, draft Njoku late. Another guy that I love, Okongwu, the tight end from Tennessee. Everybody is in love with this guy. Freak athlete, six foot three, two hundred forty pounds, runs a four five. He was number one in yards after catch last year for tight ends. Elite talent. Um, he was number three in contested catch rate, so we can go up and get it in traffic. I love Nkongwu. The only thing that's uh, got me troubled about that is the quarterback situation. We don't know who it is. But he could potentially be the number one receiver on that team. Maybe after Traylon, Traylon Burks. A lot of people think he's going to go off. Um, could be the two tight end. Um, has a lot of talent, has a lot of upside. What do you think about Okongwu? Yeah, I like Okongwu. He he looked uh, like a you know a really athletic tight end last year, showed some flashes, kind of stole the job from the starting tight end there. Um, like you said, quarterback situation. Um, another tight end that comes to mind for me is um, the Cowboys' old tight end, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. yeah Texans now. He's with the Texans. Um, he's gonna be a you know a a good safety blanket for you know a rookie quarterback. In um, not Justin Fields. Uh, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. So I like Schultz. Um, Man, that Hennessy got you fucked. <laughs> yeah, it does. But but yeah, that's that's how I'm thinking. And then you know if you want to get a Jets tight end late, I think it's what Conklin or um Uzama Mm -hmm. you know Aaron Rodgers he he loves the tight end um Joe Burrow loves the tight end so maybe uh Hayden Hurst somebody like that well Hayden Hurst on the Panthers now who's the trading okay who's the uh I don't know who the Bengals tight end this year I gotta look that up but Hayden Hurst on the Panthers now I think Hayden Hurst is a good pick um he'll be a good uh security blanket for um Bryce Young a lot of rookie quarterbacks, they go to the tight end. So I like Hayden Hurst late in drafts. But I want to transition to a guy that I will not be drafting this year in fantasy football. That is TJ Hawkinson. His ADP is way too high, guys. They have him as the number three tight end. And they have him having they have this guy having a breakout year. There's no way it's gonna happen according to his draft position. You're overpaying for this guy. He had two games last year with 100 yards. That's it, right? But in his credit, in those two games, he had 100, 150-plus yards and two touchdowns. But that's why his stats were misleading, right? He had two big blow-up games, and then he did nothing else, right? Had a bunch of one, three, four-catch games, 30, 40 yards. That's not going to get it done. You're paying too high of a price tag for this guy, Do not draft TJ Hawkinson that high. Do not draft him in the third round. Do not draft him in the fourth round. If he's there in the fifth or sixth round, yes. But just wait. You know, if you don't get Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, don't reach on this guy. Wait and get Njoku, get Nkongwu, 
get a Hayden Hurst, get a Tyler Higby. I mean, this guy's not going to propel your team to a fantasy championship. I don't like his ADP. It's way too high right now. You're paying too high of a price tag. Don't draft TJ Hawkinson. Let's move on to quarterbacks. Who is a quarterback that you love going into 2023? Our guy, Lamar Jackson from Broward County. I think, you know, a lot of people think he's going to come back and win the MVP this year. Yeah, a lot of Sharps got Lamar Jackson winning MVP this year. Yeah, they they fired the offensive coordinator that built that offense around Lamar Jackson, which is kind of crazy to think about, and brought in a passing offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. So... You know, the receivers are going to get involved. Mark Andrews is going to get involved. We know what Lamar Jackson can do with his legs. There's nobody in the NFL that can run the ball like Lamar Jackson at the quarterback position. So for me, I love Lamar. I, you know, I've taken Lamar Jackson in the second round before. So, you know, I would, I would, I would maybe do it again this year. Yeah, we'll especially see. quarterbacks with running upside. So just to piggyback off that, another guy similar to Lamar Jackson that I love is Justin Fields. Finished as the quarterback six last year. And his passing stats were complete garbage last year. 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 picks. That's trash. It stinks. But he had 11... Well, how many did he have? He had ele- like almost 1,100 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. I mean, he's entering year three. That's when quarterbacks break through. If he can just increase his passing stats by a little bit, he's going to finish in the top five again. And you can get him after Lamar Jackson, after Joe Burrow. And he's going to finish top five, Justin Fields. Plus, they got him help. They got him in offensive line. They drafted the guy from Tennessee, Darnell Wright. Stud. Big left tackle. They got him DJ Moore. He's got more weapons. He's got a better defense. I mean, Justin Fields, just by that, should explode this year. If he's available in the fourth round, you snag Justin Fields, you don't even think twice about it, honestly. So you can get a top five elite quarterback after the main guys go in like the fourth or fifth round. So Justin Fields is a smash. A lot of people are going to look to get Justin Fields this year. So if he's available, snag him. Don't think twice about it. Yeah, you have to consider running quarterbacks, guys, dual threat quarterbacks. This is fantasy football we're talking about here. So, you know, pocket pocket guys, you know, you, you always want to take the rushing quarterbacks first. Yep. Another guy that I love is Geno Smith, and he is being absolutely disrespected this year in fantasy football. He finished as QB5 last year. He was the fifth highest scorer last year for quarterbacks. Threw for 4,200 yards, 30 touchdowns, almost 400 rushing yards, Led the league in completion percentage at 70%, but he's being disrespected. He's being labeled as his ADP is 15th quarterback right now. That's awful, right? Pete Carroll is the quarterback whisperer. Just look at Russell Wilson. He's trash in uh, the Broncos. Geno Smith never really had a good career. Came to Seattle. Amazing career. Had his best year. Comeback player of the year. Plus, they're better, right? They drafted Jackson Smith and Jabba. Their defense is going to be better. Got Bobby Wagner. Devin Witherspoon, Geno Smith is a great pick. If he's the 15th rated quarterback, I mean, you can wait in drafts and get this guy and say you draft the DK Metcalf early in the first round and you pair him with Geno Smith, man, you're incredible. The the guy that won our league last year had Geno Smith at quarterback. So Geno Smith is a great pick. I mean, you can really wait on quarterbacks this year. Another guy that Joe and I really love is Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to win MVP this year. You got him as a top two, top three. 
MVP winner. I mean, he's going into year three. Won a playoff game last year. Has another quarterback whisperer head coach, Doug Peterson. Second year with Doug Peterson. I mean, that guy won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Yeah. Now he has Justin. Or now he has uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to explode in year three. They're in a shitty division. He's getting his number one option, Calvin Ridley, back. I think Calvin Ridley is going to finish in the top 10 for receivers this year. I mean, Trevor Lawrence threw for 4,100 yards last year, 25 touchdowns, eight picks, ran for five touchdowns. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to explode this year. Yeah, I agree with you. Trevor Lawrence, is he's that guy. He's one of those generational talent guys as well. When you talk about guys that are mm-hmm. you know, coming out of high school into college, this was the guy that everyone said he's going to be a star at the the NFL level. He's like the best draft prospect of all time. Of all time. Yeah. So. You know, six foot five, can run. He he's a lot better scrambler and runner than mm-hmm. a lot of people know. He doesn't really do it until the playoffs come, you know, the end of the year. Um, same thing at Clemson. But uh yeah, Calvin Ridley, one of the best route runners. Evan Ingram's a four five, four four guy at tight end. Travis Etienne can come out of the backfield and catch passes. Mm-hmm. And so he has a lot of home run hitters on his team where he can just throw little dink and dunk passes to him, and they can take it 50, 60 yards to the house. So I, I really love Trevor Lawrence. They finally got some weapons and a coach around him. Yeah, just to piggyback off what you said, he's got weapons. He's got speed guys. He's got Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. He's got uh, Calvin Ridley, elite route runner, Zay Jones, possession receiver, Travis Etienne, played with him in college, fast running back. I mean, this team is going to explode this year, playing a garbage Colts defense, playing a garbage Texans defense. And who else is in the division? The Titans, playing a garbage uh, Tennessee Titans team. That's uh, six games right there where he's going to have big games. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has great MVP odds, uh, plus 1,500 to win the MVP this year. I mean, that's a no-brainer. So Uh what is he, like fourth, third or fourth round, Trevor Lawrence? He's actually going later than that. Uh, Yeah, his ADP is a lot lower than that. So you can get him after Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. That's you know, a steal. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is going to be great this year. He runs, too. He's got five rushing touchdowns, so great player. A quarterback that I do not like going into this season is Dak Prescott. Finished as quarterback 19 last year. Missed games and led the league in interceptions. Had a horrible playoff game. Their O-line is aging. It's getting worse. No Ezekiel Elliott. We don't know the status of Tony Pollard, right? So... I mean, he doesn't even run the ball anymore, Dak Prescott. In Dak Prescott's first three years, he would get three to 400 rushing yards and six touchdowns. He doesn't run the ball anymore. Kellen Moore's not there anymore, the offensive coordinator. Mike McCarthy's taken over. I mean, Mike McCarthy's been a disaster. Do not draft Dak Prescott this year. He's trash. I agree 100%. No yep. need to elaborate on that. Yep. And guys, just in closing, um, we want to talk about guys that um, we want to target in the first round. So in the first round, if you have the number one pick in the draft, draft Christian McCaffrey or Austin Eckler. You can't go wrong there. They're going to run the ball. They're going to catch the ball. Their receiving stats are going to finish over a majority of wide receivers. So you either draft McCaffrey, draft Austin Eckler. I mean, if you want to be safe, then draft Justin Jefferson with the first pick. That's fine. If you get more of like a later pick or mid pick, get Bijan Robinson. Guy's going to... They're going to feed this guy so much this year. Elite running back. Say he's the best running back prospect of all time. It's insane. Rushing. Going behind the best uh, rushing offensive line. I mean, 
they're throwing in a rookie quarterback, Desmond Ritter. I mean, this guy's going to explode, uh, B. John Robinson. Those are the guys I want to target in the draft. McCaffrey, Eckler, Bijan. What about you in the first round? Yeah, if I'm, you know, first pick in the draft, it's it's either McCaffrey or Eckler just because of the way they're utilized in their offense and their systems. Mm -hmm. um, I think Eckler has been more durable throughout the years. McCaffrey missed some time. Um, they are going to run him into the dirt in San Francisco. So I'm thinking Eckler. Um, I like McCaffrey. Um, I'm thinking Jonathan Taylor, obviously not in the top five. I took Jonathan Taylor with the first pick last year like an idiot, um, but I think he's going to bounce back this year um, with Anthony Richardson at quarterback, and, and their offensive line is going to be healthy. They're going to be a run-heavy offense. Um, they're going to be like what the Falcons were last year with the, the Mariota, Algier, uh, Cordero Patterson kind of thing. So they're going to do that this year with uh, Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson. They're going to be a run team. They get Quentin Nelson back, healthy offensive line. So Jonathan Taylor is a safe pick for me. If you get him in like the 9, 10th, 11 pick, I think that's fine. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking about a guy like, you know, like a Cooper Cup. Maybe the Rams won't be good this year. If they're playing from behind, Cooper Cup's going to have a lot of garbage time. You have yep. to think about game script, too. Like, you know, if, if you're on a shitty team, but you're the number one guy, you're going to get five or six catches in the fourth mm -hmm. quarter where the defense is just playing, you know, prevent defense. And we've seen Cooper Cup have the best receiving season ever. You yeah. know, what, two years ago when they won the Super Bowl? Ago, yeah. So that's a top five, maybe top seven, eight guy that I'm thinking about as he well. He was on pace last year, too, until he got hurt. So Yeah, and he'll be back. Um, and then obviously, like a Travis Kelsey, you can't go wrong there. Um, I think we all doubted the Chiefs somewhat last year. We did, <laughs> definitely didn't see them making the Super Bowl, but... It's in, inevitable that Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are going to dominate every matchup that they have. So Yeah, and if you do draft Travis Kelsey in the first round, right away I would go into the second round and try to get Patrick Mahomes. That's an elite stack right there. That's potential 40, 50 points a game right there between two players. Another guy, Other guys that in the second round you want to target, Ramondre Stevenson, Brees Hall, or like an elite quarterback like Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts because those guys are so far and above beyond all the other quarterbacks because they run the ball and they get a lot of rushing touchdowns. And yeah, I mean, those are the guys I would target in round two, get a, like a RB two or get like an elite elite quarterback, right? If you get Travis Kelsey, try to uh, pair him with Patrick Mahomes. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I like that. Um, if, if you are going to do that, you have to go running back um, in the third round. I think running back is still in fantasy really important. There's only, what, 30 starting running backs in the NFL. Receivers are deep this year, too. So Yeah. So you have if you're going to go Mahomes-Kelsey, you have to go running back. You have to go running back in the first three rounds, or else you, you really have no chance of winning your fantasy league. Yeah, for sure. Um, guys that I want to target in round three, um, guys I'm looking to target is Mark Andrews, if he's available. Chris Olave is a good pick. Um, Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith, those guys are really solid. Um, guys, if you get in round three, they're going to be solid for your fantasy team. They're going to produce, and they could win you a championship. All righty, but that is, uh, that'll do it for uh, the fantasy football segment. Do you want to add anything else? No, I think we covered it pretty well. All righty, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, guys.